everyone. C Square and Mr. Al here. Hey guys. Um, today's topic is going to be about why our black women tear our black men down in our community. Um, you guys can tune in to Anchor Podcast and let's get started. So, Mr. Al. Yes, C Square. Why do you feel like our black women tear our black men down in our community? That's a really good question. I, I would say because there's a there's there's a lack of communication, there's insecurity, and and I hate to say this, but sometimes well, a lot of times we men bring it on ourselves. Okay, so I would I would completely agree. Let me just tell you um, a little bit of my story and where I felt like with my ex that I had tore him down in certain situations. Um, I feel like it was an attack situation where I was putting my walls up and protecting myself. So I felt like hurting him was a get back way of him hurting me. Hmm. So why did you want to get back at him? Uh, at that time, I was in a childish mindset, I would say. And I felt like it was a game that we were playing. I felt like he was just basically trying to tear me down. So I was trying to tear him down and hurt his feelings because my feelings was hurt. I just, it was... Well, what was he saying? What was he saying to tear you down? Was it about your cooking or what? Uh, no, that, um, he basically cheated. And... Oh, oh that's, that's a whole different realm there. Okay, right. But he <laughs> cheated. <laughs> so, he basically was saying like it was my fault he was cheating because I wasn't sexual enough in the household or and I wasn't complying the way that he wanted me to comply okay so you weren't adventurous enough in the bedroom was what he's trying to say right okay you weren't freaky enough he wanted to do certain things you're like "Eh, right and I right you know yeah a lot of guys will say that in other words he was gonna no matter what you did C square he was gonna cheat anyway okay chances are when you met him he was cheating chances are you know the whole time you he was cheating the entire time now now for him to even say that means that and follow me on this that he had feelings for you and he felt somewhat guilty so what so he had to turn it back around as far as this is a look like, like as if this is a legitimate reason you're not freaky enough in bed right Okay. Now he didn't say, tell you what, baby, let's work it out. You know, before you yell, let's work it out. And then let me show you what I like and so forth. And a lot of times, you know, I, I hear this a lot from, from uh, other women too. And, and, and uh, not for me personally, but I've, I've heard it. And a lot of times the reason why black, black women particularly aren't, uh, how can I say this, uh, freaky in bed is because we don't make you all comfortable enough to be, to, to release that that freak gene or whatever it may be. Right. You know, other cultures don't really have that problem. You know, uh, white girls, uh, Hispanic, they, you know, they, they'll do whatever. You know, because their whole thing, they've been taught you have to satisfy your man if you want your man to stay home. Right. They've been taught this. Black women haven't been taught this. Black women, are, you all are the one females that when it comes to sex, y'all say no very often to certain things. And then y'all go to your friend, girl, you can't believe he tried to get me to do blah, 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 blah. Mm-mm, girl, you didn't do it. No. But that's because we know, like, in my instance, I knew he was out there cheating. So my way right. of protecting myself was saying no. 
and not being interested in having sex with him. But but you had kids with him. Right. So you did say yes. Before, yeah, in the beginning. Well, he was cheating from the beginning. And I said yes while he was cheating because I didn't, yeah, I didn't play, pay that no, I didn't pay that any attention. While he was out there doing his thing in our beginning of our relationship, I guess it was because I was stuck somewhere else with another guy. My mindset was. Okay, okay. Hey, that, I appreciate the honesty. And I'm just saying, look, but a lot of times, um, black women are trying to protect themselves. We Y'all just do it in a strange way. And I got to admit now, I got to admit that a lot of times we black men bring it on ourselves. Okay? You know, if I'm cheating on you or not doing, or I'm not paying the bills or I'm not being a father or I'm not doing certain things, why should you uplift me as a black man to a certain, to a pedestal? Right. And then that was my attack thing because... I felt like I was doing everything. He didn't work, but yet he was there helping raising the kids. I didn't, when I was saying things to him, like, oh, you a bum, you can't support yourself, you living off of me. When I was saying those things, it was because I was in a place of being hurt because he cheated. For all these years that I'm holding you down and I'm, doing everything, taking care of your kids, doing it all, all you do is slander me. Like, all you do is be out there in the streets, cheat, do everything else that, because you didn't see my work. But when I leave you, and I'm at the point of leaving you, then that's when you want to try to value me. Well, okay, let, let me put it to this way. Well, first of all, I, I, I understand why you did what you did. Um, you may have gone a little bit overboard. When you start attacking a, attacking a man that's already insecure about his worth, and then you attack him and say, you don't bring no money in, um, you can't take care of yourself, and that's like taking that's like taking a dagger and going through his heart each and every time. So more than likely what he did was he doubled up his efforts to cheat on you, okay? So he wouldn't have to keep thinking about you, and he went to a woman that valued not him, but at least an appendage of him, a part of him. That's what she, what she valued. Okay, since apparently he, he's going to think in his mind, you do not. We have to, men in general, but particularly black, we have to feel like we're worthy. And right. black women keep calling themselves queens, but you don't treat us like kings. Right. Okay? So it's kind of hard to, to be, a, and, and you know, and someone listening is going to say, well, y'all ain't kings, y'all ain't jumping. And you might be right. Because, right, because a lot of the men that, we are cheap that we call kings are not treating us like queens okay but it gets back to what i said in the earlier broadcast which is you women are raising these boys to be beta men you women are the ones that are that are raising the majority of the boys okay and so but we can't teach a boy how to be a man exactly i can teach my son affection which I do. I teach. I could teach my son how to love a woman, but I can't teach. Like I can't teach him the proper way. I can't teach him, like actually how to like. I can't teach him like how to make love to a woman. I can't teach him none of the things, the grounded things of a man that he well, should know. Well, first of all, a woman would teach a man how to make love to a woman. I mean, hopefully, it's not his mama. Now, the other thing is, <laughs> the other thing. I mean, like, talk-wise, like, like my son right now is at the age that I need to be having to talk with him. 
I don't know what to say. I'm like, I'm so lost in it. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. The birds and the bees is not something that I would come to my son with being, no, everybody knowing who I am and how I talk. Okay. I'm not and coming to my now, son now, with now no birds that, and bees. That's honesty. That's honesty. But what I will say is this, you know, for to you black women, you have to have a quality male involved in your son's life. What I would ask you, C-Square, is you have a son. I'm not sure how old he is. I'm assuming he's got to be somewhere around seven or eight, six, somewhere around, right around there. He's way older. He's 11. He's 11. Ooh, okay. My question would be, what quality male is in his life to show him how to be an actual man? Because a lot of times, you black women, y'all choose these males that look like men, they're big and they're strong like men, but they handle themselves with a lot of emotion and foolishness, etc., which is not how a man should handle himself. In other words, the man handles himself like kind of like a woman with all these emotions. And as a result, they kind of use their fist or force to get what they want, like a child. That's what you do on the playground. You know, give me that toy, bang, now you take the toy. You know, so my question to you and to all black women that are listening to this, what quality male do you have in this boy's life to help him? Or what do you have in some type of a program, whether it's karate, whether it's YMCA, whether, you know, someone, does he have a coach? Is he playing football where the coaches can help? You know, who is in his life to show him how to be a quality male if, and this is this, this is the big if, if the father of, the, of your son is not a quality male? Okay, understandable. Cause yeah, that's true. The his father is not his his dad is definitely into his feminine side. <laughs> his feminine side. So yeah, and but I want my son to know that he has value. I don't. I want my son to know that he should have a woman who builds him and that um. No carries him respectfully, but I just feel like I, it's not something that I'm able to actually teach him. So who would teach him? So, okay, so with your daughters, have you taught them how to how to and now you'll get mad at this word serve a man? No. Okay? And see, and that's, and that's one of the problems and, and, and black women are going to be getting up, get upset with me and you know, listen, in order to be, in order to, in order to be a, 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 a good ruler, you have to be a good servant first. And a lot of times, black I women, black women, they don't want to serve. Now, it's not necessarily a black woman's fault because a lot of stuff uh, uh, fall on you guys. It's not fair. Okay, a lot of times we can't get a black women and black men can't get along. Once again, not fair. But it happens. So it's kind of hard to respect a man that, like you said, I'm paying the bills, I'm doing it. It's, you, what, what you showed him was a lack of respect. So what he did was he went somewhere where respect isn't really a quality that's needed. All she needed to respect was his appendage and how he used it. And, you know, that's all, you know, and that's good enough for him. You know, and I guarantee you, I, I never met him, but I guarantee you that him and many other black men out there never had anybody in their life to say, boy, what you doing? You know, 
you, if, if you don't behave right, blah, 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 you know, respect women, that type of thing, there, was, there wasn't any, chances are the person that was in his life was doing the same thing that he's ended up doing, more than likely. Right. Because that's right. what you see. And but and if you look at it from my point of view, wouldn't you call that the basically we call, as we call it generational curses? Um, but I would normally call it just karma. I would call it karma because the simple fact that the way I feel like the way you treat a person, the way these guys treat a female, you would get it back in some type of way from either your daughter your granddaughter, like, I feel like it always just goes back in circle to hit somebody that you've done something wrong to and your family if it doesn't hit you. Okay, that, that's one way to think about it, uh, but if that were the case, you would never know once, who got hit and when. You know? I mean, some and, cases, and, yeah, and then some cases you just don't pay attention because I have a daughter that I ha I'm beating on my daughter's mother. My daughter is seeing her, my, her mother being beat on. You don't think that your daughter is going to end up growing up and allowing a man to beat on her because she feel like it's okay. And then you're sitting here as the father, your mindset now, you've grown. So now you like, oh no, and then you, it's your daughter. So you putting yourself in a different mindset where you like, ain't nobody about to beat on my daughter. Although you used to do it to her mom. Back in the day, now you're here and with your daughter and like, oh, you're not about to beat on my daughter. My daughter ain't about to take this. But your daughter goes through it and takes it anyway. And you trying to understand why my daughter want to be stuck in this. But you're not realizing it was something that was either placed on her because of you, because you were a, because you beat on her mom. So she feel as though in her mindset, it is okay. This is what I seen. This is what I know. I know it was wrong for my dad to put his hands on my mom, but I'm still going to go through it and accept it because I, that was what I seen. That, that's interesting. Um, that's really interesting. Uh, and, and, and it probably happens more often than, 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 than we think, you know, and it's unfortunate. Um, and that crosses all racial barriers, not just black people. You know, that was um, like the whole thing of now, life is. Well, that's not life. That's more. That's violence. Right. You know, but and, it's a lot and, in our black. If you just watch the last couple days, how much domestic violence was just on television? A guy in Norfolk and went in Young's Park and shot five girls. I saw that. Over a domestic violence situation. Mm -hmm. You have a. Another domestic violence situation that happened out here in Newport News. Like, it's so much domestic well, violence going on right now. Well, keep in mind, they, they say it happens like every, what, 28 minutes, something like that, domestic violence. So I, And it's majority our black community. Out of all five of them, you may have one mm -hmm. other racial couple on well, the news for it. And, and once again, that is... Once again, we have these beta males that cannot handle stress or cannot handle emotion well, um, but you all are choosing them to be fathers. Right. You're choosing them to be lovers. You're choosing them, you know. Now, I don't know if your expectation is different or it's like, well, he won't be like that with me. The one Yes, thing, and that's a know, lot of what a lot of females, know, black females think, that yeah. I can change him. Yeah, and I don't know why you all think that, because a man only changes if he wants to. You have nothing to do with it. You know, 
And 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 uh, uh, but I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. You know, you you tell a woman, wow, that guy be going be careful. That guy's dangerous. Blah blah blah. Well, he hasn't hurt me. I don't know what has to do with anything. That doesn't mean that he won't. Right. It means that he hasn't. Right. Okay. And you tell a woman that, and she thinks you're crazy. Well, he won't hurt me. You know, because she's thinking he loves me, and I'm thinking, yeah, right. Okay. You know. You know, but but I'm just saying we have to find a better way to communicate. You know, I know you keep saying, you know, you say, uh, Mr. Allen, you keep blaming all the women, blah 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 blah. You know, because I truly believe yes. that's where it, that's where it starts. That's where it starts. You know, if if women, if, if black women say, okay, you have to reach this level before I open up my legs and sleep with you, or before I, or we have to reach this before I, before I have a kid. You know, let's see. You know, no job. Uh, you can't control your emotions. You know, you're cheating, etc. Okay, we can fool around, but I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna have any kids. You know, if we if we said that, but it's still not even. I mean, I understand you focus more on the ch- children being brung and involved because that's where we're, like, that's our focus, that's what we're raising, and then they, we have to bring them up to our generation, but it still would be a self, like, even though she's going through, like, even if you don't have children with that person, you're still with that, with the person that's violent, that don't respect you, that everything like you have to build yourself you have to have respect for yourself to not be in a situation like that you have to self-build yourself and and the question the original question was why do black women tear down black men well then it's because they feel they have no way out they feel they have no choice they feel they can't hurt that man any other way uh, other than tearing him down verbally and but 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 the way you guys are doing it is is you're worthless. We yeah, yeah. we hit below the belt. Listen, let me tell you, let me tell you like this. When I, when I was married to to, uh, to my last wife, you know, she was stressing me out, and um, I was paying all the bills. She decided she decided she didn't want to work. She just decided she didn't want to work. Like what? Because we're a two income family. What what do you mean? Right. You know. So I was paying the bills. I was taking care of my daughter, braiding uh, her hair and all that kind of. I was doing all kinds, etc. Her job, I would come home, she would be on, and when I would leave, uh, 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 when I would come home, she, she's on the, she's on the couch with a blanket, etc. You know, I'm doing all, I'm, I'm working overtime. I'm working overtime. And what she's saying, and so that we can have, so I can make up her salary. I'm exhausted every day I come home. One day, we get into it, she goes, you know what? You're worthless. She said, I can find a man off the street better than you. I was like, really? And that hurt me to my core. Right. Because I'm working my tail off. I, you know, I'm not, I'm working my tail off. Okay. I'm paying all the bills. I'm taking care of her. I'm buying food. Remember, she's not working. And what she's doing at home is sitting in a blanket. Right. Okay. So that won't that it, that won't that situation wasn't about you. That situation was about herself, and she was going through depression at that Possibly. time. And that's what it sounded like. She was going through depression at that time, and she ain't know no other way to to have misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So if you walking around happy and she walking around miserable, it ain't gonna equal out to it. It ain't gonna make sense because she's hurt. So she wants you to be hurt. So she had to say something hurtful to you. Like, wherever she 
and her home foundation where she come from, that's probably how they were. Was that's all she heard was hurtful words. That's she didn't true. have that's encouragement. True. She didn't have that's true. right. She didn't have anything like that. So mm-hmm. she was set in a depressive state. And only thing she was able to do was to put that on you because it's not about you. It wasn't. So how would saying that, and this is for all black women out there, how would saying that make things better, make me better? It's make not. Me... It wasn't to make you better. It was to make you worse. But well, but, but why? In other words, because the situation was, I mean, it, it almost flushed down the toilet. The situation almost flushed down the toilet. And it's like, because I was really, really hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm busting my blah, blah, blah. You know? Because she was in and I wasn't, state of mind. Oh, by the way, I was not cheating. I did not cheat. We were together 22 years. Never cheated on her. Had opportunities. Did not do it. But it's, because she was in a state of mind, Mr. I, that she wanted you to hurt. She didn't want to see you happy. She wanted you to be sad because she was sad. So if she just came home and she just started going off on you, she depressed, she in this... It's because you, it's either, you don't see me. You don't see that I'm depressed. I'm upset right now. You're not asking me what's going on. So now I got to figure out a way to make you hurt. Now I got to make you feel like you are where I'm at right now. You can't walk around here smiling because I'm not walking around here smiling. Now I did ask her what's going on. I asked her, you know, what's happening with you? What's going on with you guys? You seem different. What's what's happening? And she goes, nothing wrong with me. And then she said, she went into me. You know, right. there's nothing wrong with me. What makes you think wrong with me? Then you, blah, 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 y'all been doing this. And, 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 she, and she just bounced back at me. Right. So I just stopped asking. You know, yeah. I, I would come home after working 10, sometimes 12 hours. There's no food made. And she was going through a depression stage, you know. likely. She was probably going through a depression stage and she won't be insane. Sometimes when you, if you, if she comes from a, a background where she's always being torn down it's unfamiliar and kind of hard to accept being in a better position because that's what she used to for so many years so when she gets into a better position it you it's kind of like you always got to take yourself back to have a little bit of that trauma again get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you okay. have you have to feel that past, some of that past pain that you had felt so things can seem like it's normal. So if she was used to an abusive household and she come to you abusive, she just looking for some of that past that she that she's used to so she could feel a little comfort. Like so some people okay so I'm you, trying to figure out how does that how does that establish comfort for the family? Because you are used to your things being a certain way for you. Mm-hmm. You are used to being kicked down the stairs every day. Let's just say that. You're used to being kicked down the stairs every day. All of a sudden, your knight in shaman armor comes, saves you, takes you out of that position. However, when you are a person that holds on to a lot of past pain and trauma, and you, like you don't, you're not sure how to really get your mindset out of it you look for to bring what you missing right now back into your life to feel comfort so she had to come attack you to probably have you attack her back so she could get that so she could feel what she used to feel back in the day because it's not it's so different for her so okay god god she's great that actually makes sense um (laughs) so you're saying that in order for her to feel comfortable, she would have needed me to say or reacted 
like some people have reacted to her in the past. Right. And so in order to get a response from me, she said something Perfect. to really hurt me so I could come back Respond at Respond back mm-hmm. in the same manner. Right. To say something hurtful to her. So then she feels like, oh, then she'll start feeling like, oh, he said this, 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 and this, but I'm feeling like this because it's not, what we don't understand is it doesn't cure it. That's what we think. Going to different alcohol substances, being abused, taking abuse, everything like that, we feel like it's something that we're used to and it's going to cure it. If, you know, when you feed it with what you've been through, you feel like it's curing it, but it's not. It's just something that you have to let go of and let out and people don't understand that. Like, everybody has to question, how do I do that without using my past trauma? for the things that I cope with. Mm-hmm. And she she was not probably in a mindset of understanding that at that time. She was more in a mindset of, because she was depressed, she was missing what hurt her. Okay, Because so, it made her comfortable. Okay, so in other words, she didn't know she was depressed. Right, she could have not known she, she was knew, depressed. She probably knew something was wrong. She just don't but know she didn't know depression. what She didn't know what was wrong, because I was doing the things I was, Yeah, you gotta get that. So I was doing the things I was supposed to do, but she was. I'm just trying to figure this out because this this is this is new to me. This is new to me, you know. Okay. And uh, like I said, depression. I've never I've never, you know, uh, uh, I've been on teams where we handled depression and depressive patients and all that kind of stuff. And I and said, all right, yeah, I I understand it mentally. Uh, but going actually, but going through it, I've never actually been depressed that I'm aware of. You know, and so this this is this is all new to me that what you're saying, but it, but it's starting to make sense when I think back on it. You know, but my, my question, but I don't understand how how she would how she would think to get get a response that she wanted out of that that would make her feel better, and how she felt that would make the situation better. Because whatever you said, you said it. You can't take it back. That's one of the things with, 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 with black women communicating and black men and vice versa. Whatever you say, you can't take it back. Right, and it, right, and she wouldn't have realized that right then until after she had come back, like to herself, to her senses, out of that depression. She would have came back and said, "Oh, dang, I really said something. Did I say something really mean? I said some really hurtful things." She would have then thought about what she would have said, but she wouldn't have said. She wouldn't have thought about it while she was going through it, and that's because again, she was in a place where she was used to a certain way and when you when you're dealing with somebody that deals with depression it's kind of it's different it's a different world it's like you shut yourself down you go into this mindset where you are i'm not good enough i don't deserve this i shouldn't be here right now because this is too much and i'm i'm i just know that i'm going to be taken away from this at some point in time and go back to what I'm used to. Mm. Like you, okay. you think okay. like that. Like you put your like when you go through depression, that's how you think, and that's how you suffering because you sit yourself in there and you suffer through it like that. When you put it into your mindset that way. So so okay. So let's say she said what she said, and to, she to, felt to, like to, you to, was gonna react to tear me down. Right. You know, and I'm almost probably didn't react the way she wanted. I didn't do a whole lot of yelling and screaming. I was just surprised. You know, now what if I had gone out and slept with a woman that I felt appreciated me? 
and then I wouldn't hurt her more. Only because only because she wasn't coming out to tell you exactly what was wrong. She was sitting there just picking at you for you to, to, to fight her back to figure out what's wrong. Like, I, I don't know why we always, as people, think that we know what the other person is thinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we, we try to sit there and be like, oh, you thinking like this and like this, but no. So we react a certain way and we show you a certain action thinking that you know, you can read my mind of why I'm acting this way. And it don't work that way because we true. people That's are not true. mind readers. That's we true. don't, we don't That's know. True. So whatever you suffering in, you have to be open to talk about it. And a lot of people are not open to talking about it. A lot of people want you to read what they're saying, what they feeling. We, we can't now, do that. Now, you know, there, there's, there's like a whole lot of men that are going like, yeah, that's right, we can't read your mind. You know, so, and, and, and we can't. But, which puts them, which puts the emphasis more on communicating. Right. Uh, black men and black women, we communicate as a culture less than other cultures do. And, and I really believe that's something that we need to get, we need to get going. We need to sit down and, and find a way to communicate to each other that's not going to be uh, harmful, that's not going to be uh, um, uh, evasive, and that's going to really let people know how we feel. Now, my whole thing is that I really believe that the feelings, that we have, we have problems saying our feelings honestly to each other because the other person doesn't want to get, they don't want to get hurt. Right. You know, they don't want to get hurt. You know, my wife, my last wife, she used to tell you all the time, you know, uh, I don't want to say, she, how'd she put it? I don't want to say too many nice things to you because I don't want you to get the big head. I said, get the big, what are you talking, the big head? What are you talking about? You know, and you know, it was that type of thing. Now keep in mind, she came from, uh, for you in the audience, she, she came from a family of women from Mississippi. Nobody had a man. I mean, nobody had a man that was worth anything. And the women were running everything because the guys that they had, you know, they're coming out of prison. They needed a place to stay. They didn't have a job. Or if they did have a job, we'd be like, you know, cutting somebody's grass, something like that. You know, they were, they just weren't the kind of guys you, you know, they, they just weren't men, you know. And, but that's what they liked because they, they say you got to control a man, you know. And, and I think she, so she comes from that mindset, you know. And plus, uh, I don't even talk about I don't even talk about the gangster aspect of that. But anyway, but she comes from that that mindset. And uh, um, in order for me to to and I and what I thought was taking out of an environment would, would would solve everything. So I took her out of an environment. We moved from Mississippi to New Mexico simply to get her out of that environment because the, those those women were all up in our business. They were all and they were giving her advice. I said, "How can someone that's not even married, that's not, that doesn't have a man, give you advice about how to keep a man?" I, don't, I never understood that. And on, on say, and how how do you listen to this advice? Because people don't mind their business. Yeah, but but they they were giving free advice all over the place. Right, and I feel like, and that takes it back to people minding their own business. People mind their business more. If I come to you for advice. Of course, everybody, y'all know me. Oh, well, if you listen to Guidance to Grace, you would. If not, people that know me personally know me. <laughs> and the way my mind works is you tell me don't do something, I'm going to do the complete opposite. <laughs> and that's because I, it's not like that. It's just you can have your opinion on certain situations, 
But at the end of the day, I feel like it's all on yourself and what you choose to do and the type of person you are. So my girls could be in my ear all day long telling me, oh, he nothing, don't listen to him. I'm not going to listen. I'm going to take their advice and I'm going to hear what they're saying. However, I still continue to do as I do. <laughs> That's where my hard headedness comes in. <laughs> and, and for, let me tell you, it's a very hard head. I, I, but I promise you, if you were right, I'm going to come back and let you know. And if you're wrong, I'm going to tell you that too. <laughs> but, but she's going to do what she wants to do, no matter what you say or what she's telling you. You know, so, so just don't give her no advice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, listen, we, we have a we have a long way to go. Listen, this this is the, and you know, I know we're gonna have another, more conversation about communication, but you know, black men, a lot of times, barring the depression thing that C Square said, which is which is very valid, we bring it on ourselves. We need to be better men. We need to be men, period. And but we need to be better. You know, for you guys out there that are cheating. And, you know, and thinking you have a right to cheat. That's the problem I have. You think you have a right to cheat. I don't even understand that part. You know, for you guys that aren't taking care of your kids, for you guys that aren't working, etc., we've got to get it together. Because the example that we set for our children, that's what they think of manhood is. And for some of you, you're not teaching your, your son to be a man, you're teaching him to be a very large, muscular boy when he gets older. He'll just, he just looks like a man. And for you ladies out there, you know, if you all are having someone in who is in your son's life that you respect, that is showing him just by existing what a man should be, not giving him advice necessarily, but just by existing, just by the example that he sets, you know, without, you don't have to talk to him or whatever, just the example that he's setting, who is in that boy's life? Because you, despite what y'all think, cannot make him into a man. You can simply turn them into a good citizen, but not a man. Yes, and ladies, let's try to teach our daughters to be beautiful princesses, keeping our legs closed more often, teaching them how to teach, treat these men, teach them as kings and build them, not tear them down. Let's stop putting them our guys in jail and that is a real good reason to put him in there. Um, but building them, giving them education, educating our men more, being more open. Let's start speaking to them about the way we're feeling and our emotions. If we're going through anxiety, if we're suffering from depression, having more open conversations without destroying each other, without feeling like we have to go to a, a certain level um, or a certain type of communication and reference to reach them. It's all—it's not always about fighting each other. It's not always about who can yell over who and who can get the last or the best words in. It's always about just letting that person know where you stand and how you feel at a certain time. Um, if we be more open with each other and have more open communication and knowing that it's a better way to communicate, then we'll end up being a lot better off. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And listen, let us know what you guys think, okay? And uh, C Square, where should they send send uh, their comments to? Um, you can send comments to Christina Carey, uh, thirty two at gmail dot com. One more. 
Um, or you can go to <laughs> Christina Carey 920 at Instagram um, and leave us some comments up there. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. You guys have a nice day. Love y'all. Can we get too off subject? <laughs>